Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Hey, it's Nick, and my birthday is in December, December 4th to be exact, and I am throwing a party and I want you to be a part of it. Not only that, but I'm giving the gifts. My birthday party is happening December 6th through the 10th in my Facebook group. It's free, and I am giving you a gift every single day for showing up and participating, and I'm giving you a sales tip every single day that you can use to go out and get a client that day. So by the end of the week of my birthday party, you could have five new clients. You know why I want to do that? Because that's the gift I want for my birthday. I want you to go out and make this world a healthier place. I want you to go out and get clients so that we are working together to make the world a better and healthier place. So every day I'm giving you a sales tip that you can go use that day to get a client and I'm giving you a free gift just for showing up and participating. So RSVP to my birthday party by going to the show notes, click on the link, and I can't wait to see you there starting on December 6th. Hello, hello. I'm in Italy. So ciao. Welcome. I am excited to be here live with you from Italy. Six things I'd do differently on my way to six figures. So some of these are strategies. Some of these are more mindset pieces. This first one is strategy. I would focus only on one thing. One thing. I would focus on sales. That's it. That's the only, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a sales coach. I'm saying this because if you are a business owner and you're not focusing on sales, then you don't have a business. You cannot have a business and not be focused on sales. Now, are you focused on making customers and building relationships? Yes, that's what sales is all about, but you better be focused on sales. If you're focusing on what your logo looks like, if you're focusing on what your website should look like, if you're focusing on, Ooh, do I have enough pins on Pinterest? Do I, am I on all the platforms? Am I on, um, God, I don't even know half the names of them. Uh, Clubhouse, am I on TikTok? Am I on Snapchat? Am I on Instagram? Am I on LinkedIn? Am I on Facebook? If you're trying to be on all those places, then you are not focusing on what's important. And what's important is growing a business through sales. That's how you grow a business. So looking back, I would focus on only one thing. My brain was all over the place thinking I needed to focus on building my email list or getting my, my, like I needed to be on LinkedIn and I needed to be on TikTok and I needed to be on Snapchat. I needed to be on all the places. I didn't need to be on all those places. I actually, to be honest with you, you don't need to be on social media at all in order to sell and grow your business. Now I would highly recommend it because social media is a great place for us to reach a broader marketplace. We, we have access to the global marketplace when we're on social media. But you don't have to have high numbers. You don't have to have all these all these things that people are telling you that you need to have. Here's all you need to have to grow your business, sales. So number one, I would focus on only one thing, selling my private coaching packages instead of worrying about all the other things that can distract a business owner, like an email list, logos, a website, a group program, low price point offers. Quit messing around with any of that stuff. You're spreading yourself so thin. Some of you have heard me say it before. I'm gonna say it again. He who chases two rabbits catches neither. Think about that. I don't remember who said, maybe it's Confucius. I don't know who said it. 
But if you're trying to, to chase two things at once, you're not going to, you can't catch both of them at the same time. So you've got to stay focused. So really my first thing that I would do differently is more than anything, it's focus. I would focus. And the thing I would focus on is sales, because here's what you get with sales. You get revenue into your business and guess what revenue does? It gives you cash flow. Guess what cash flow gives you? It gives you the opportunity to keep investing in yourself and keeping in, in staying in your business, invest in yourself, invest in your business, which is what you're going to have to do. I hate to tell you for those of you who maybe are still developing your wealth consciousness or don't quite understand, you can't hold on to money when you get it. You've got to create a flow with money. And a big piece of what you need to do with that money is keep investing in yourself, your mindset, your mentorship, everything that you need to do to become the version of you that is evolving into this successful business owner. You need to keep putting the money back in to your business and yourself so that you can keep growing it. So I would focus on sales because sales means I'm bringing in revenue. Bringing in revenue means I have cash flow. Having cash flow means I can invest in myself and my business. Investing in myself and my business means my business will grow. You know what else you get with sales? You get experience and you get social proof. When you have people paying you to work with you, they are getting results. When they are getting results, not only do you get to showcase those results, but you get to feel more confident because you're seeing that your work is actually taking effect and having an impact on somebody else's life. So I can't say it enough. The thing I would focus on more than anything, sales. If you're focusing on anything other than sales, you are distracting yourself. If you're worrying right now as a, as a brand new business owner about getting your email list in order, I'm not saying don't grow an email list. What I'm saying is don't let that and 18 other things be your focus. Your number one focus, your only focus needs to be making sales. And if you want to know how to stay focused on that and make sales, that's what I'm here for. That's why I'm a sales coach so that I can help you understand without all these fancy numbers, without all these fancy logos and websites, you don't need any of that. Quit investing your money in that when you're starting, invest your time and your energy and your focus in sales. That's what you need to focus on helping people is what you do when you get sales and getting sales means you get more revenue and you get more money to be able to invest back in yourself and your business. Number two, I, this is a big one for me. I would have shown up consistently a lot sooner and focused on free value to grow my community instead of waiting till I had an audience to show up consistently. I would say in all of 2019, I probably, I don't know, maybe once a week, maybe that I would show up in my Facebook group. I was so, I lacked the confidence. I lacked the belief in myself. I didn't think that anybody in my group wanted to hear what I had to say. I had all this mindset drama around it. And I wasn't focused on just showing up and teaching what I know and giving free value. That's what I would have done differently looking back. Now, if you look at what I did towards the end of 2019 and all of 2020, I was consistent. Here you go. I was consistent as fuck. There you go. I'll drop the F-bomb there because that is absolutely where it's needed because emphasizing that piece is so important. I was so consistent in 2020. I never missed a Nick at night. I did Nick at night every single night, four nights a week from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Every single night. I didn't miss one. I treated it like my job because it was. And by the way, for those of you that are wondering, I had a full-time job that entire time until the end of 2020 or close to the end. So it wasn't like I had this, you know, like, oh, I just had all this time. No, I had long days at work. And then as soon as I was done with work, I had my Nick at noon. And then I saw clients well into the night. That was my, that was what I was doing. So looking back, I would have started that consistency a lot sooner because what happened for me when I started getting consistent, guess what else happened? It's the old saying, if you build it, they will come. I showed up 
even before anybody else showed up, I was there. I gave people a reason to show up because I was there. They could trust that I was going to be there and they could trust that I was going to give really great free value that they needed. By the way, if you go back and look at all my Nick at Noons in the archives, it's all still there. Go back and see it. I've got at least two years worth of Nick at Noon archive or Nick at, I guess it was called Nick at Night. I've got two years worth of Nick archives of free trainings. And if you can go take all my free value and make something of it, go watch all of it and do it. And go, go make something of your business for free by listening to my free trainings. It's beyond valuable what you will find in there. But again, I digress. My second thing that I would do differently is I would have started doing that sooner. I would have shown up consistently sooner. And I would have dropped all the mindset drama around, I don't have anything to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to show up. I don't know what content to get. You know what? You know the best way to find out what your people want to hear from you? Ask them. Ask them. Don't go to your coach and go, what do my people want to hear? What should my content be? Your coach isn't your ideal client. Your friends aren't your ideal client. And if they are, then ask them. But the best way to find out what people want to hear from you, ask them. So again, number two, I would have shown up consistently a lot sooner and focused on free value to grow my community instead of waiting until I had an audience to show up. I would have just shown up. And many of you have heard me tell the story. I Once I did start showing up consistently, I didn't have a lot of people there to watch me. I didn't have a lot of people paying attention. That didn't matter. At that point, I'd made a decision and I was showing up no matter what. Tell me this. How many of you have done a live where nobody showed up? How many of you have done a live video, whether it's in your group or on, you know, your Facebook profile or on Instagram? How many of you have done a live video where nobody showed up? We've all been there, ladies. We've all been there. It doesn't feel great. It's kind of like, oh. Does nobody care about hearing what I have to say? You know what it is? Some of it is they don't know that you were going live because you haven't marketed enough yet. Some of it is they don't know what you're going to talk about because maybe you didn't articulate exactly what it is that you're, you know, that's important. Tell people what you're going to go live about so they they know why they want to interrupt their day and go show up. But we've all been there. It means nothing. You don't need to make it mean anything. Here's what it does mean. You get some really good practice and you got a little bit more courage because you went live. And it's actually kind of fun when nobody shows up because you, you tend to get a little bit more free with being who you are. So you're like, well, nobody's watching anyways. What the heck does it matter? <laughs> Don't show up because other people are going to be there. Show up because you have a desire to share this beautiful, amazing information. And you're looking to attract the people who are looking to attract the information. And when you're new and you're just starting out, a lot of people don't necessarily know that you're going to show up. Just keep talking about it. Keep showing up. That's what it's all about. So that's my number two. I would have stopped worrying um, or would have shown up more consistently and stopped worrying about who was going to be there. And the one person I would have worried about being there was me. And I would have made sure that she was there every single day that I wanted to go live. And I probably would have done it a lot more because once I did start going live consistently, I did it four nights a week. And let me just tell you, although at the beginning there were a lot of like crickets and nobody there. I started really building an audience and building a community because I was sharing and I was being me. I was being my goofball self. And sometimes I don't even think people showed up for the free value. I think they showed up to feel like, what's Nick going to say today? Like, who knows? I'm kind of a loose cannon sometimes. And people like that. People like when you show up as you. All right. Number three, I would have stopped worrying about vanity metrics and focused more on quality over quantity. People buy from people and you don't need a lot of people in order to make sales and good money. You don't. Some of you've heard my story. I'm going to share it again. I had my first 10K day. I made $10,000 in one day in my business. And do you know how many people that I had in my Facebook group at that time? 132 people. 
132 people were in my Facebook group when I made $10,000 in my business in one day. You don't need a ton of people. You don't even need 132 people to do that. Depending on what your price point is for your package, let's say you're selling a $2,000 package, you only need five people to buy from you. And if we're going on, let's say, a very generous 10% conversion rate, then really all you need is to talk to 50 people. Like when we start looking at the numbers, and I, I'm a math nerd because I used to be a math teacher, so I love the numbers. But when you start looking at the numbers, you don't need a ton of people in order to start making good money in your business and making good sales in your business by going live on my group or business page or personal profile in my group. Here's why. I'm going to give you guys a major secret right now that I wasn't willing to share, uh, wasn't willing to share, wasn't uh, planning on sharing. The reason I go live in my group and only in my group is I want people to have a reason to be in my group. If I go live everywhere and I share the same stuff everywhere, then people don't have a reason to be specifically in my Facebook group. So I wanted to give that. It's like our, it's like our own private club in here, ladies, right? Yeah. And Lou says, just because they aren't live doesn't mean that they didn't watch the replay. That's the other thing that you'll learn. If you don't have people on live with you, oh, well, don't make it mean anything. There's a lot of people all over the world that are on different time zones that might be asleep while you're going live. But when they wake up, like there were a lot of women that I had in um, like European, uh, you know, different time zones in, in Europe that loved waking up and watching my Nick at night during breakfast. They would eat their breakfast and watch my Nick at Night videos on replay. So don't assume, just like Lou says, don't assume that just because they aren't live that they're not also still watching or watching the replay. Also, don't assume that because they don't check in and say hello in the comments that they aren't watching. People are watching. So I would have stopped worrying about vanity metrics and focus more on quality over quantity. What I mean by that is I wouldn't have worried about how many Instagram followers do I have. Honestly, here's a mistake I made looking back. I actually focused on just growing my Instagram numbers and I wasn't focused on anything else. I was like, I've got to have more people. I've got to have more people. People are going to look at my Instagram profile and think I'm not legit if I don't have enough people following me. Like what? Listen, if somebody looks at my Instagram profile and they don't think I'm legit because I don't have enough followers, they're probably not the kind of person I want to work with anyways. If you need me to have a certain number of followers on Instagram in order to think that I'm a good coach then go find somebody else who has a lot of followers. By the way, a lot of followers don't mean anything about your coaching ability or the results that you're able to help people get. So looking back, I would have stopped worrying about those vanity metrics. I wouldn't have felt like I'm not enough if I don't have 2000 followers on Instagram. Who cares? Who cares? Do you know how many, like, well, I don't even need to go there, but like there's so many people with a ton of followers that haven't figured out how to monetize their following. Having followers doesn't mean that you're going to have sales. Having followers doesn't mean that you're going to have money and clients. Having relationships with people and focusing on quality over quantity is where you will grow your business and build in sales. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients, and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. 
All right, number four, this is a big one. I would have enjoyed the journey a lot more instead of always trying to get somewhere or be somewhere else. I was never really enjoying where I was. I was always focused on where I wasn't. That's a really shitty way to live. And it's, it's not a good feeling when you're constantly feeling like you're not where you want to be. You're not where you need to be. And you're not enjoying where you are because you're so focused on, I need to be there in order to be enough. I need to be there in order to be enough. I need to be there in order. You know what you're doing that whole time? You're making yourself separate. You're actually the one who's creating the resistance, who's creating the distance between where you are and where you want to be because you keep acknowledging it. And you do that when you're not enjoying the journey. If you learn how to enjoy the journey right now, oh, all of this becomes so much more enjoyable. If you learn how to enjoy it, it becomes so much more enjoyable. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. A little redundant. But you've got to look at what you're doing is a part of where you're going. And if you don't enjoy it right now, you're never going to enjoy it. And that's a big, that was a big shift for me in what started to create results and create a difference in, in my success because I learned to start enjoying it, not because I had achieved a certain, a certain level, but enjoying it because I fucking could. I don't need a reason. You don't need to be a reason to feel good. You don't need a reason to be happy. You don't need a reason. I'm happy because, eh, cut it off. I'm happy. Or I'm happy because I'm happy. Or I'm enjoying this because I'm enjoying it. Quit waiting to be somewhere. When you're always waiting to be somewhere, it's no different than your clients. Listen, all of you are health and wellness people. Your clients are so busy saying, once I lose the weight, then I'll feel good. Once I get here, then I'll feel better. Once I do this, then I'll feel better. Once I, once I, once I, once I, ah, your life is passing you by in the meantime. And looking back, I suffered along the way too often because I wasn't available for feeling good because I didn't think I could feel good because I wasn't at a certain level that I thought I needed to be at in order to feel good. So I would have enjoyed the journey a lot more instead of always trying to get somewhere or be somewhere else. Learn to appreciate where you are right now. Because by the way, where you are right now, as long as you're making those small shifts every single day, where you are right now, still better than you were yesterday. Still better than where you were two weeks ago. You've still done more today in your business than you had done a month ago or two months ago. You're making shifts. You're making, you're making moves. You're doing things. Honor what you've done and quit making yourself not enough for where you are not. You've done some good shit. Look at that. Focus on that. Focus on what you have done, not on what you haven't. You'll feel a lot better and you'll be able to enjoy it a lot more along the way. Here's a big one. And this is, I'll be honest, this is something I still struggle with. But I am able to snap myself out of it a lot faster these days. And before, I would spend, I mean, days, if not weeks, spinning out about this. I compared the shit out of myself everybody and everything. I looked at what other people were doing and I compared myself to it. I measured myself up against what other people were doing and I made myself not enough. And that goes back to number four, not enjoying the journey. I wasn't enjoying it because all I was doing was looking at what other people were doing and making myself not enough. That's like the seventh grade girl playing basketball, looking at the girls on the varsity team and saying, I'm not as good as they are. Well, if you're in seventh grade, I mean, unless you're like LeBron James, you're not going to be as good as the, the juniors and seniors on the varsity team, but you're having a good, you can have a good time in seventh grade. You can be who you are as the seventh grade version of yourself and you can enjoy it. And you are a lot better than you were when you were in fifth grade. Like, are you comparing or are you being? Because when you're comparing, it's a miserable journey. So I would have stopped comparing and started being. 
here's a really important thing. And I want you to hear this. I would have wanted, so you can want, you can want, you can look at something and desire it and want it, but want it from a place of excitement and expectation, not from a place of lack and suffering. Did you hear what I said? Listen to that again. I would want and desire to be there, but from a place of excitement and anticipation. Anticipation meaning I know I'm going there. I know I'm on my way there, but I'm so happy with where I am right now as well. You should want more. You should. Oh, we are evolving, growing beings. We will always want more. You are always becoming more. Having those waypoints, having those those you know destinations that you are working towards is awesome. But in the meantime. Be so grateful for where you are. Enjoy the journey that you're on right now and quit wishing it away because all you're doing is wishing away where you are because you think that when you get to a certain point, then you're going to feel good. Then everything's going to be okay. You know, I had that when I was in, um, I was a high school teacher for 15 years. I taught math and I was just not in a good place by the end of it. At my 14th and 15th year, I was like, I need to get out of here. But what I did is I had all these things that once I got this and once I got this and once I got this, that I was going to be happy. I left my teaching job. I went into corporate sales. I got all the things. I got the condo by the beach. I got the dog. I got the money in the bank. I was traveling the world. I had all the things that I thought when I was miserable and unhappy that I thought were going to make me happy. None of them made me happy. And so when I got all of them, I was like, oh, shit. These things that I thought were going to make me happy didn't actually make me happy. Now what do I do? It was a pretty miserable place to be. And what I realized is there's nothing external. There's no when I get here thing that's actually going to bring happiness to you. It's your job to be happy right now. Enjoy where you're at right now. Find a way to be happy for what you are doing right now. And again, you can want and you can desire things, but want from a place of excitement. Want from a place of anticipation. Want from a place of I believe and I know that this is happening for me. And I'm in the happening of it right now. But when you are in the suffering of it and the lack of it, you're not enjoying it. And you're actually separating yourself from it more. You're not attracting it to yourself sooner. You're creating that gap in between who you are and where you want to be. And that's a, that's a way to suffer, not enjoy the journey. So I would have stopped comparing and started being. And like I said, this is still a journey for me. We all can fall into that like <sighs> comparison, like suck. It's awful. It's a, it's a terrible experience. And you know what? It's not fair to you. And it's not fair to that person that you're comparing yourself to. It's not, that, you know, we all want to be like women supporting women. I support women. When you're comparing yourself to another woman, you're actually not supporting women at all, especially not yourself. You're beating yourself up and you're making what that other woman is doing. You're, you're not celebrating her. You're making yourself wrong for not being who she is. Honor her journey Honor what she's done to get to where she is and be be grateful that she's showing you something that is desirable to you, that she's showing you possibility, that she's showing you, wow, look, this can, this can happen for you too because it happened for me. Be grateful, but don't compare yourself and make yourself wrong for not being where she is because it's a really shitty way to experience this journey. And this journey should be a lot of fun. You're growing a business. You're doing something you've never done in a way that you've never done it. And you get to enjoy it or you get to suffer through it. And only one of those two feels good. Only one of those two would I recommend. And it's enjoy the journey. Be in it right now. It doesn't matter that you don't have all the, trust me, when you get to, like I used to say this, when I get to 100K 
when I get here, here's the thing I said first, when I get to 10K months in my business, then I'll be happy. Everything will be good. I'll be bringing money in. I'll feel great. Then I got to those consistent 10K months and then that wasn't enough. And then I got to those consistent 20K months and then that wasn't enough. And I finally had to ask myself, well, when is it going to be enough? Now, again, you can always grow and want more, but when is it going to be enough that you are grateful for where you are as you're growing to the next level? Enjoy the journey. Be grateful for where you are right now and know you're growing and you're evolving and you're becoming, but you got to be grateful for where you are right now, or you're never going to be grateful where you're going. And lastly, this is a really powerful one. And this was a big lesson for me. And it's, it's one that I still am learning all the time. I would have started making decisions from the version of me that I was becoming instead of the version of me where I was. There's a quote that I really like. It's Einstein. You cannot solve a problem from the same level you were at when you created it. So when we're always thinking from the version of of ourselves that we are right now, we're not able to see our way through what we're working on. We're not able to see bigger because we're seeing from where we are instead of where we could be. And you need to always be thinking from that future version of yourself that you're becoming. For example, let's say there's a $10,000 investment that you want to make in your business. If you knew for a fact that future you was going to have $100,000, was going to have a a six-figure year, you would not blink at investing $10,000 in your business. So if you're thinking from that version of you, If you're thinking from the version that you are becoming instead of the version that you are, you're going to make much different decisions, much more intentional decisions instead of keeping yourself stuck, instead of justifying why you can't do, well, I can't do it because I can't do it because you're making decisions from where you're at right now, not from where you want to be. It's a really difficult skill to start to develop because there's a mindset shift that has to happen there. And there's a belief in yourself that has to be instilled so that you know you're going where you're going. And then you start making decisions from that future version of yourself. Guess what you're doing? You're bringing that future version of yourself to yourself a lot sooner. You're attracting her to you a lot sooner. You are becoming her sooner. Another way I like to say it is see things as not as they are, but as they could be. Quit looking at your your current circumstances right now and making decisions from there because you're making decisions based on what you know right now. And you're not honoring the, the evolution, the expansion that you're going to have where you'll be able to see things differently because you've up-leveled your perspective. You've up-leveled the view because you are creating yourself into a higher version of yourself, a higher perspective, a new version of you. Make decisions from that space. What would the six-figure version of me decide to do right now? What would the six-figure version of me decide about this investment that I wanna make? Make decisions from that space, from the future version of you, and you are attracting that future version of you a lot sooner. So I like to, to tell people you become by being. You become by being, be her right now, be the future version of you right now. It takes some courage. It takes some guts. It takes putting yourself out there in a new way. And it is scary. Yes, it's scary. So much of this journey is scary, but if it wasn't scary, it's not scary for you to brush your teeth every day because you know how to do that. And you've been doing it for a long time. When you're doing something new, it's scary because you haven't been doing it for a long time. And there's a lot of new parts to it, a lot of new elements, and there needs to be a new you that's created from it. And that's scary. Not only because some of you heard me in my live last week, 
not everybody's going to be happy for you on this journey. And some of the people that aren't going to be happy for you will surprise you and it will disappoint you and it will upset you. This is not a, I'm going to start a business and everything's going to be unicorns and rainbows. Woo! There's some, there's some struggles along the way with who you're becoming and who you have to leave behind. And it's scary, but it's so damn worth it. So you become by being, start being her now, start thinking from that version of yourself that you're becoming, start thinking from that space now, and you are attracting it to you so much sooner. So let me review the six things that I would do differently. And by the way, I could have given like 600 things um, because, you know, hindsight is 2020. We can always look back. There's a lot of things that I would do the same in all honesty. One of them that I would do the same. Actually, I might do this one differently because I'd invest a lot more. I'd invest the heck out of myself, in myself. I have made significant investments since I started um, working with a coach in 2019. Significant investments. I would do it without a thought in the world, knowing that like this is the version of me that I'm becoming. That's who I'm investing in. The, the business that I'm growing, that's what I'm investing in. Um, so I guess technically, not only would I have done what I did and in make those investments, I, I would have done more. And I would have done it sooner, a lot sooner because I've made a decision. This is happening for me, no matter what, this is my business. This is what I want to do no matter what. And once you've made a decision, then everything else becomes easy because you make decisions from that space of I've made a decision that this is happening. And that's what I want you to remember. So here's the six things I do differently. I would focus on only one thing, sales. That's it. Second thing, I would have shown up consistently a lot sooner and focused on giving a lot of free value right off the bat and building the no like, and trust factor with my community. Third, I would have stopped worrying about vanity metrics. So I wouldn't have worried about how big my community was. If three people wanted to give me their time and attention, I would have respected the crap out of those three people that wanted to give me their time and attention. And if nobody wanted to, I still would have shown up and done all my videos because at some point, people would have wanted to go back and watch the replay. Like I offered to all of you. I said, go back in my two years of archives and watch all that. I have that. I have all of those archives to offer to you. Not because I had people showing up when I was doing all those videos, but because I showed up even though people weren't showing up. And now I get to brag and say, hey, my Facebook group is full of priceless amounts of trainings and information. Priceless amounts. And if you doubt me, go start watching them. There's some good shit in there. I shared a lot. Number four, I would have enjoyed the journey a lot more instead of always trying to get somewhere else or be somewhere else. Number five, I would have stopped comparing and started being. I would have wanted from a place of excitement and anticipation, not from a place of lack and suffering. And number six, I would have started making decisions from the version of me I was becoming instead of where I was. I would have seen things as they could be, not as they are. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.